our kids can accomplish so much just by being encouraged, maybe throw in a little support along the way, you know, help them to do it and, and reinforce them after, give them some praise for what they've done. They can often just do so much more than we think and it, it can be that simple. Welcome to the Unforgotten Families podcast, a driver of change powered by Team Select Home Care. This podcast was created to spread awareness, share solutions, and advocate for the needs of medically fragile families and provide these resilient individuals with an action-oriented community of hope, inclusivity, and compassion. It's our hope that the information, resources, and stories we share will inspire and empower you to join us in advocating for these families and help to ensure that they are never forgotten. Hello, Tough Advocates. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unforgotten Families podcast. Today, we are sitting with Kalina Summers, the pediatric therapy lead at Team Select Home Care. With over 11 years of experience in speech pathology, Kalina will share the benefits of therapy, when it's best to begin a plan of care, and much more. Team Select's pediatric therapy services are available in Arizona and Colorado and can greatly support families that need quality care in their home. Kalina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I want to just start by telling you that I appreciate the work that you're doing because I actually did speech therapy um, until I was in fifth grade. I was born with a cleft palate and a cleft lip. And so speech pathology has been a big part of my life. Wow, that is such an interesting fact to know about you. Yes, thank you, because I loved my speech therapist, and I know it did a lot for me, and that's probably part of the reason why I'm able to actually be on a podcast, because I gained a lot of confidence through all of that. I love that. That's actually one of the, I think, biggest pillars of therapies for children is we help them have those those skills that are that are functional and eventually lead to big improvements in quality of life, like being able to have the career of your choice. That's really important, I think, and, and the self-confidence also that comes from that success. Thank you. I feel it. Just like you said, you have your pillars and, and I'm sure that those pillars of your life have brought you to today. So I'd love to know your journey of becoming a pediatric speech pathologist. It is different for everyone, for every therapist. For me personally, I did always know that I wanted to work with kids getting through college and everything. I was in Northern California and then went to grad school in Southern California. I was a speech therapy assistant before I became the full-fledged speech therapist, which I think was really helpful because I was learning at the same time as being able to practice what I was learning in, in speech therapy with kids. I just recently decided to move to Arizona. So we can improve our quality of life. We wanted a, a nice big house and everything, big picture, moving forward with our families. And what do you love most about being a therapist? Oh gosh. And this is one of those pillars too, is working with kids is always fun because if you're not having fun, it is very likely that the child's not having fun. And we just know from, from practice, from research that if you're enjoying yourself, your brain is so much more open to learning new things and trying new things. I think that's my favorite part. And I think being a speech pathologist in general is fun in those ways because I remember I would literally just go leave school and I would go to their office and I would like play games. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, those games, they give us a reason to do things over and over again. That repetition can be really important for kiddos development. And you said you made a move to Arizona and I'm assuming 
that might have been for your role at Team Select. So you want to tell me a little bit about your role? Because I know it's not strictly around speech therapy. It's around, you know, you are the pediatric lead. Tell me a little bit about the role and what you're doing there. Well, I did start here as a therapist. My role now is to help support all of the therapists in being able to provide services and, and help the patients access the services. That includes processing new referrals and also helping the therapist be able to maintain care without any gap in services, communicating with doctor's offices. So we have that coordinated care piece, communicating with other agencies as well, sending out referrals for things that families need, AAC devices, for example, and just making sure that therapists have what they need and and the patients have what they need too. And what would you say some of the biggest benefits to therapy to families are? I think the the functional skills that the kids can apply every day is the biggest reason that kids should seek therapy if they need it. it. Can go from not being able to do something to then being able to do something with independence that builds that self confidence for other skills later on. Another huge benefit of pediatric therapy is we're not just working with the kids; we are often working with the parents and the families too. They're watching, they're taking turns with us, they're doing it, and we're just coaching. There's a variety of models that we use because families are their child's best friend and they're the experts on their child, right? It just makes sense to use that knowledge and and use that relationship that parents have with their kids to do the therapy. We're often teaching families how to do what we're doing. In general, how to teach new things so that even when we're not in the picture anymore, that parent might still know, oh, I can use these strategies to now teach a skill later on in their development as they get older. And as the lead at Team Select, what are all the therapies that are potentially provided to families? So we do have a speech therapy. That's my wheelhouse. Uh, we help kids with communication, but that includes a variety of things, vocabulary, sentence length, sentence structure, grammar, speech sounds, so how they, how much we understand them, voice quality, stuttering, those communication devices, like I mentioned earlier, and even social skills and how we use language with other people. And there are some therapists that also work on feeding and swallowing. We also have occupational therapy and their role is to help support kids with their fine motor skills, sensory processing, feeding skills, and, you know, executive functions, which is how you plan out how you're going to accomplish a task. All that is is really important to get through your daily routines. And we also have physical therapy. So that's to help kids with their gross motor skills. So range of motion, their strength in different areas, flexibility, and in general, just movement pattern. So we're happy to support kids in all these areas. And I will say that one benefit also of therapy in general is cognitive and social emotional development as well. You have practiced building a relationship with someone new, solving problems during therapy, and it really just drives development in a lot of other areas too. I love that. And I I know that there's a new program in Arizona that the parents are able to be LHAs and thinking about the benefits of having a therapy team that's internal. I'd love to know what your thoughts are around that, where, where now not only are you employed by a company like Team Select, but what do you think are the benefits of having like a team that's all under the same umbrella? I think that's huge. I think the ease that we can share notes and communicate with each other, even in real time and being able to to co-treat, be there at the same time, be able to demonstrate what we're working on to care, all kinds of caregivers, parents and nursing staff that are there too. I mentioned, you know, families tend to be, you know, the experts on their kids, nurses and, and LHAs, they bring another perspective to it. And they also know their 
patients really well because they spend a lot of time with them. So I think it's really nice to have a team you can count on and like a, a consistent office to meet all their logistics needs. It's many benefits, but I think that coordination of care, being able to all communicate very easily for the benefit of the child is continuity. And you said you came here to Arizona. Where were you coming from? California. I was living in Ventura. Okay. And and coming from California to here, what are you seeing are the differences? Because we talk about how in Arizona and Colorado, this program is super beneficial. I know there are some things that are like it in California, but when you are coming here, what are you seeing as positive differences in this state? One thing I think is huge is Pediatric therapy in home health is not as, I would say, popular or or commonly seen in California. It's a robust early intervention program for the zero to three population. But after that, you just have to find an outpatient clinic. As some families will know, that involves the transitions in and out of the house, in and out of the car, driving, maybe there's traffic, you're going to this new unfamiliar environment for the kiddo, and it maybe doesn't set up the session for as much success as you could get, right? That's where I was working before was at a pediatric outpatient clinic. That's where my experience is. But I think home health really drew me to Arizona because of that unique perspective that I talked about before. We see what the child and family need the most in their natural environment with the objects around the house and the toys that the child's around every day, daily routines. This way, it's not that what they practice stays at the clinic or that what they practice, you know, leaves when they part ways with the therapist. This is something that we come to the house and we like give to them and we we leave it there. I really like that. I haven't really put all that together. Like when I went to my, let's just call it my speech therapist, I went to her office and had her experiences and I could see that things might connect more deeply when you're doing that in your actual home. And I'm not going somewhere to experiences these therapies it's like oh i was playing with this toy and this is my toy and now it's it's maybe ingraining more deeply than we would we would get to to actually maybe we can't even really measure that or maybe we can no that's a good point the parent can carry over the practice but internally if the child has learned something from that session then yeah they may be able to practice it on their own since they have the item or the activity there at their house And you've been here for, it sounds like a few months. Um, What's your first impression of the LHA program? I could not believe it when I heard about it. I will actually say that when I was interviewing, right, it illustrated to me an important value of Team Select, just how family focused it is. And that's how I feel about pediatric home health too, is it's the focus has shifted to the family, not so much the therapist. And I felt the same way about the LHA program too, like bringing families into the fold to be able to give that care and give that work experience. And and just, there's a lot of benefit. So when we talk about the therapy that Team Select has available, if someone's listening to this and they think they may or may not be eligible, what can they do to find out? Right now, who we would consider eligible is any child age zero to 21. And we are working with Arizona's Medicare payer, which is called DDD out here. And we're also work with different commercial insurances. So that's not technically part of eligibility. Almost anyone is eligible. So if interested, we would want you to call our healthcare coordinator and her phone number is 623-695-7633 to get the process started. Awesome. So essentially, as long as they're a child and they are interested, they can call and find out if they're eligible and then they would just get started through that process. Yes. The process typically involves talking to your physician, making sure that they 
also believe that the services are warranted. We would do an evaluation to make sure that there are functional goals that are needed for the kiddo's age. I, I, that I think is part of determining if a child's eligible or not, but you would get the process started and then find that out later. Just talking with the doctor, getting evaluation done, and then on the therapy. We're not going to share any names or anything like that, but I'd love to know, like, is there a moment that comes up when I ask, like, one of the most fulfilling moments you've had in, in the work that you do? I personally always love when families are, are open and they share meaningful goals for them. A lot of moms will say, oh, I want them to call me by my name or I want them to say, I love you. And then when, you know, weeks later, they come back and they're able to, eyes shining, they're able to tell me that finally reached that goal, that part. So it's a whole team approach to getting to those warm and fuzzies. Those are what makes it, makes it all worth it. That's beautiful. I love that. And while we have you here with us, you know, you do have a wealth of knowledge and I know there's probably only so much we can actually like share on a podcast, but I'd love to know, like, are there any tips that you would have for parents when it comes to therapy and providing care? Yeah. Yeah. I think there are some really key concepts that all therapists, doesn't matter the discipline, speech, occupational or physical therapy that we use with all kids, all diagnoses, medical complexity and ability levels, all of that. I think there's some really common things that we teach parents to do. And one is that to follow the child lead, give them lots of choices, use their interests. This is just been shown to be so much easier and more fun for everyone. And when the, when the kids and the parents are more engaged in therapy, you just have better learning. Like I said, it's just much easier than shifting the kid's attention. Come over here, do what I want to do instead. So let's make it fun and just follow their lead. You can practice using plurals with cars. You can practice your gross motor skills by climbing upstairs and going down a slide, right? Like there's a lot of fun ways to work on hard skills for the child, but still make it fun. And I think another one is repetition. We're we're actually building new connections in the brain. We're changing the brain matter with children. We're with them repeating and practicing things over and over. It's it's like working out or learning how to play a sport. It gets the more you practice it, the better you get at it, the easier it is for you. And when it's mastered, we're on to the next thing. Kids like to be challenged, but that, that repetition is what uh, gives them that the, the mastery and the self-confidence. So repeat, repeat, repeat. And I think one more thing that all therapists will, will do and will encourage parents to do too is talk positively with your children. Our kids can accomplish so much just by being encouraged, maybe throw in a little support along the way, you know, help them to do it and and reinforce them after, give them some praise for what they've done. They can often just do so much more than we think. And it, it can be that simple with that encouragement and the reinforcement. And when children, and, and this is true for adults too, but when children feel safe and positive, emotionally regulated, that's when they're open to it learning and experiencing new things. I love those tips. Thank you so much. One thing I was thinking about, you know, with our podcast, a lot of what we do is advocacy and just getting people to step up and stand up for the things that they want and believe in. You were talking a little bit about how in California, in-home therapy isn't as big of a thing. And we know that here in Arizona, the family LHA program is definitely not a thing in other states. Since advocacy such is a big thing for us, I would just be interested to know what does advocacy mean to you? I think the way that advocacy comes up most for me is when interacting with, with parents. Sometimes they are advocating with us already. And some parents need encouragement to be their child's best advocate. Therapists that work in the family's home, it's 
definitely part of our role to support that. We're indirectly working on what's best for the child, where oftentimes it's giving the parent information that then they can act on themselves as an advocate. One example I have is, is those communication devices. We, we have a community partner we just started working with. I've shared that information with a few of my families and they're already on their way to, to receiving that, that device so that they can have a voice to communicate with their families. So sometimes just giving the, the education, the information, and again, that positive talk like, hey mom, you can do this. Just got to get on the phone. It can make overwhelming tasks when you're dealing with a lot with medically complex or, or other need children, that phone call might seem insurmountable, but just a little support and encouragement from your therapist that you get to know over time that coming into your home can help you achieve those things for, for your child too. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much. And for everyone that's listening, thank you for listening and thank you, Kalina, for, for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me again. And I'm, I'm excited to work with some of our listeners. Thank you for listening to the Unforgotten Families podcast, a driver for change powered by Team Select Home Care. Be sure to follow us on our social media channels at the Unforgotten Families on Facebook and Instagram as we continue to spread awareness, share solutions, and advocate for the needs of medically fragile families. We will see you on the next episode.